it was almost like a, a kaleidoscope of sorts. There was a lot of kind of shapes and all of that stuff. And at the same time, um, I just remember like maybe like a dozen women beings that were kind of like beckoning me, like, come, like, come, you know? And it was traumatizing because I really began, I, I, got, I got afraid because I just thought if I go, what if I don't go back? Jeremy Inglesi was on a drug-fueled journey for truth. You're about to hear part two of his story, and in this part, you're going to learn how he finally discovered the truth that he had been desperately searching for. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. I am Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. Jeremy Inglesi isn't the first person who hoped drugs would help them find truth or meaning in life. Billy Graham spoke to people like Jeremy. Give your life to God. Turn on his power in your life. And it'll be the greatest power that you've ever known, more powerful than any drug you ever took. You'll hear Billy Graham say more about experiencing the power of Jesus Christ in your life a little later in the episode. You can also learn more about it right now at our website, findpeacewithgod.net. Or if you'd rather talk with someone, call our 24-hour prayer line. That number is 888-388-2683. 888-388-2683. That number and the website I just mentioned are both in the show notes. GPS. God. People. Stories. When part one of Jeremy's story ended, he was in California searching for truth through psychedelic drugs and attending festivals where you find a lot of psychedelic drugs. I'm in San Francisco, sleeping in Golden Gate um, Park. I started seeing things happen that were unexplainable by humans. Oh, you need a backpack. Oh, you need a sleeping bag. Oh, you need this and that. And very soon I had everything that I needed to just kind of exist. You know, like I knew that something or someone was orchestrating events, circumstances in my life to help me along my journey. Jeremy couldn't put a name to who or what was providing him what he needed right when he needed it. But his perspective had changed. He now believed there was a God. He just didn't know who that was or what all that meant. All he could think to do was to pray openly to whoever this God was. God, I know you're real, but I don't know how to know you or how to follow you. So reveal yourself to me when you know that I'm ready so I can follow you and never turn back. This was a critical moment in Jeremy's journey. He had acknowledged this possibility of a God before now, but never recognized that there was a God, a God who would actually provide for him. Even so, the battle for Jeremy's heart and soul was far from over. You might remember in last week's episode that Jeremy attended a rainbow gathering, a festival that celebrated drug culture, metaphysical adventures, and open relationships. Well, Jeremy was invited to attend another one of those festivals, this time in Mexico. Being down in Mexico was an extremely unique experience 
just further into like some of the spiritual exercise and stuff like Reiki. And uh, I don't even try to do some astral projection. I'd really, at this point, you know, I think I'm like seven or eight years in and quite honestly, don't remember everything that was happening to me. Jeremy was still expecting to find truth through psychedelics. And it was during this trip to Mexico that he attempted to find that truth through a structured ceremony involving psychedelics. It was almost like uh, a kaleidoscope of sorts. There was a lot of kind of shapes and all of that stuff. And at the same time, um, I just remember like maybe like a dozen women beings that were kind of like beckoning me, like, come, like, come, you know, and it was traumatizing because I really began, I, I, got, I got afraid because I just thought if I go, what if I don't go back? Psychedelic trips were nothing new to Jeremy. But he had never experienced anything like this. But why wouldn't he go with them? Was it scary? Sure. But this was exactly what Jeremy had thought he had been looking for. I just think that something deep within, probably the grace of God, keeping me from going too far, right? Like, this is the bounds that I've allowed you to experience, Jeremy. Don't go beyond that. When Jeremy finally came back to a state of consciousness... He knew once and for all that he wasn't going to find truth through the use of psychedelics. And in addition to his realization about psychedelics, Jeremy also began to have a realization about the people he had been spending his time with. A lot of these people who are out here, they have different intentions than me. They come from broken homes where they don't like life the way that they know it and this and that. And they don't really care for truth as much as they care for like not having any system or, or rules a lot of these people who claim to be so peace-loving and kind, like, will forsake you in the blink of an eye. They don't really care about you. It's all a facade. Not only was Jeremy struggling with the community around him, but once again, his worldview was crashing down around him. I realized that I was very far away from home. I didn't have any money, and I didn't speak the language. And that was kind of like the moment where I decided, you know what? I've spent enough time living like this and I'm not fulfilled. I spent my time look, looking for God, looking for truth, looking for myself. What is life really about? I don't really feel like I found it. And so it's time to kind of wind up this, this adventure. So that's when I made the transition. Like, I'm going to go back home at the first opportunity I get. Home for Jeremy was North Carolina. But just like the rest of Jeremy's story, getting to North Carolina was not going to be a straightforward path. I bought a train ticket, and the train was supposed to take me as far east as I could get. That was Mesa, Arizona. He still had a long way to go, and he couldn't afford another ticket. So he tried to find a ride in a rather unorthodox way. I posted something on Craigslist, just very basic. Hey, my name is Jeremy, trying to get home to North Carolina. I'm a rainbow kid. I'm willing to talk to anybody about anything. Here's my number. Now, we are in no way suggesting Craigslist ads as a means of finding transportation. We're just telling you what Jeremy did. I get this phone call. Hey, is this Jeremy? I am a truck driver from Oklahoma City. I just read your Craigslist. Um, I've actually done this before. I'm willing to pick you up and give you a ride to Oklahoma City. Um, I just want to know if you're willing to let me talk to you about God. It might have been wise for Jeremy to have some hesitation about this, but he didn't. He was used to unorthodox means of getting around, so he took this truck driver from Oklahoma up on his offer. And I was like, oh yeah, like I'm wide open, dude. Like I've, I've talked to anybody about anything. 
And he's like, all right, well, you just got to meet me by like this time because I'm on a truck route and I got to be places. Jeremy made it to the meeting place, but he was late. And he was there when I got there. And the first words that came out of his mouth was, Jeremy, God spoke to me while I was waiting here for you. And he told me that if I would have left you here, you would have never trusted another Christian again. And um, I just thought, well, you know, thank you so much for waiting. This truck driving stranger seemed legit. And he'd been willing to inconvenience himself just so he could talk to Jeremy about God. So Jeremy jumped in the cab of the truck and started his journey to Oklahoma City. And while we're in the semi-truck, he just begins to share things with me that he couldn't have possibly known except that the God who I had been seeking was revealing these things to him about me. And he just was sharing these secret things about my heart. Jeremy was taken aback. He had traveled the country attended festivals, done psychedelic drugs in search of truth, and now was that truth going to be delivered to him by a stranger in the cab of a tractor trailer? And after that, he just said, you know, Jeremy, God loves you, and he's let you go through all of this, and he wants you to know that he sent his son to die for you uh, so that if you put your faith in him, you can have a relationship with him. And it was as he was saying these words that, you know, conviction struck my heart. I was fully convinced that the God who I had been praying to, asking to reveal himself, he was doing that right now through this man. And, um, you know, I still had some questions, but my heart was sealed. I knew that what he was telling me was the truth. This was it. The truth Jeremy had been looking for, finally and fully revealed to him through the gospel of Jesus Christ. But there was still a long road between them and Oklahoma City. And Jeremy still had some questions. We had all this time to talk. He put CDs in for me, apologetics, worship, all this stuff. I had all these questions and he just kept refuting them and saying, you know, this is why that and this. And what about all the people who say that they love God and they don't? You know, he just said, ultimately, Jeremy, God is not worried about any of that. He's worried about your relationship. When Jeremy and the truck driver made it to Oklahoma City, the truck driver invited him to attend a church service. There was a decision to be made. And Jeremy was the only one who could make it. I confess Jesus as Lord. This huge weight lifts off my shoulders that I didn't even know was there. I just knew that Jesus was the answer. I knew that he was the way. I wasn't having to convince myself. Jeremy Inglesi's story was definitely a journey, but a journey that God used to reveal himself to Jeremy. In the end, he realized that truth could only be found in the person of Jesus Christ, and that changed Jeremy's life. In just a minute, you're going to hear Jeremy talk about growing in his faith and a crucial thing he learned about God. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. I find young people are asking these kind of questions. Here's the big question, the question of identity. Who am I? Why am I on this planet? Billy Graham. You can be sitting out there in the crowd right now and be lonely, even though you have a group of friends around you. All of a sudden, for just one fleeting moment, there's a moment of loneliness, and there's a sense of alienation, even with a group of friends. And you say, what can I do? 
Well, I want to tell you that Jesus Christ came into this world because God loves you. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. The Bible says there's a supernatural power available to every one of you. If you put your faith in him, you can have power to give up your sin. Give your life to God. Turn on his power in your life and it'll be the greatest power that you've ever known, more powerful than any drug you ever took. Turning on God's power in your life. It begins when you give your life to God. And if you want to know more about that, we're here to help. You can reach us two ways. You can go to findpeacewithgod.net. That's a website. Findpeacewithgod.net. Or if you'd rather speak with someone, call our 24-hour prayer line at 888-388-2683. Jeremy Inglesi is our guest on this two-part episode of GPS. After a long journey of searching for truth, Jeremy finally found what he was looking for in Jesus Christ. After Jeremy gave his life to Jesus, God started revealing a lot to him. The Lord really just kind of enlightened the eyes of my heart to see and to understand that truly Jesus is like my sufficiency, Jesus, like my relationship with Jesus is literally all God wants from me. He wants me to love his son. He wants me to learn how to let his son live in me, you know? And so it just really freed me from like, I used to say things like I could never have a cup of coffee with God. The only time I could spend time with God, the only way that I could spend time with God is in my closet on my face. That was where I was. But then God did something supernatural where I just began to realize that, man, I can walk with God. I can just talk with him. God was not only faithful to reveal himself to Jeremy, but also faithful to shepherd him as he grew in his faith. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Jim Kirkland. We want to thank Jeremy and Glacey for sharing his story with us. And of course, thank you for listening. If, as you've heard this story, you know someone who needs to hear Jeremy's story, be sure to share it with them. And remember, we are currently in a series about people who went to great lengths to find truth. Next week, you'll hear the story of a man who moved to India to worship a Hindu guru for 15 years. It's all going to be on GPS, God, people, stories. Next week... And as always, it is an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. Right.